This message is brought to you by Supernatural Life Ministry. Receive with excitement and grasp with passion the engrafted Word of God as it comes your way through God's servant, Ike Aziji, of the Supernatural Life Ministry. A man called by God with an embodiment of great grace and a mandate to reawake the greatness in you and to deliver mankind from every deception of the enemy. Now get ready for an unusual encounter with the Word of God that will take your life to the next level. on YouTube, on Instagram, and as you do that, the Lord bless you mightily in the name of Jesus. And please share the link right now. Please share the link, and the Lord will bless you in Jesus' name. Isaiah chapter 11, verse 2. It said, The Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, the Spirit of wisdom and understanding, and the Spirit of counsel and might, and the Spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord. Can you shout amen? So the spirit of the Lord is the spirit of wisdom. That's what I want to get from that verse. The spirit of the Lord is the spirit of wisdom. We started out, started out last week. Is the spirit of wisdom. The spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him the spirit of wisdom. One thing that we carry as believers, we carry that spirit of God in us. Can you shout amen? Okay. Um, Ephesians chapter 1 I want, to do, I want to do some foundation this morning Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 13 to verse 14 Amen Hallelujah He said in whom also having believed you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise who is the guarantee of your inheritance who is the guarantee of your inheritance. The Bible is making us to understand that the spirit of wisdom is in us. We have been sealed with that spirit of wisdom. Now, once you gave your life to Jesus, you are now sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. And the Bible is making us to understand that he is the guarantee of the promise. Is a guarantee of that inheritance that is the only channel through which God will release into your life everything redemption has, has planned for you. Your redemption packages cannot come to you without the channel of the Holy Spirit. Can you show the man? He is the guarantee of that inheritance. And if you read Acts chapter 2 and verse 47, I think he said. And it shall come to pass in the last days that, that God will pour out his spirit upon all flesh. Upon all flesh. Your old men shall dream dreams. Then your young men shall see vision. Glory to God. And your sons and daughters will prophesy. So in the last days, God will pour out his spirit upon all all flesh. It is some flesh. So God will pour out his spirit. So the spirit of the Lord is poured upon us. Can you shout amen? Can you shout hallelujah? So and the Holy Spirit is the guarantee of God's promise in your life. Can you shout hallelujah? Okay. First Corinthians 2 verse 9 to 10. 
I'm laying foundation. Just follow me very carefully. Just follow me before I get into what I want to discuss this morning. First Corinthians 2, verse 9 and verse 10. You can see that projected on the screen as well. He said, but as it is written, I have not seen, nor ear had, nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. But God has revealed them to us, mark the word, through his spirit. For the spirit searches all things, or searches all things, yes, the deep things of God. So what God wants to do in our lives is more than meeting our financial needs. What God wants to do in our lives is more than giving us a job. What God wants to do in our lives is more than healing our bodies. What God wants to do in our lives is more than giving us money for mortgage. I want us to start thinking above the natural man. He said, eyes have not seen, ears have not heard what God has planned for those who love him. So I want us to, it's high time we start asking for these things. These things will come to us. I want us to try, what God want to do with you? God want to do business with you. And the business that God want to do with each and every one of us is a business that will result to transgenerational impact. Transgenerational impact. What God wants to do through you is to meet generations. Is to hit and change the lives of generations to come. That's what he's saying. It's not just about you. It's about what God wants to do through us. Can you shout amen? So, for what man, that's the verse of the Bible, I think verse 11 of that Bible, of that chapter said, for what man knows the things of man except the spirit of man which is in him? Even so, no one knows the things of the spirit except the spirit of God. So, no one knows the things of the spirit. If you're going to get that promise from God, it has to come through the Spirit of God. He said, except the Spirit of God. That means the Spirit of God has been given the exclusive right to release your inheritance to you. He has the exclusive right to give you everything God has promised you. Without the Spirit of God, it's the only channel that God will use to release what he has promised us into our lives. You see, when I want to go to, a, when I want to buy a product, either I buy that product from the manufacturer or I buy that product from authorized dealers. That's it. If, I, if not, I might buy fake. Either I go to the authorized dealer or I go to the manufacturer. But in the case of the Spirit of God, which is the Spirit of Wisdom, for us to assess the wisdom of God, the Holy Spirit is the only authorized dealer of God's wisdom. There's no other way to access the wisdom of God, the divine wisdom of God, without the Holy Spirit. So, if we must access everything that God has given unto us, we must constantly seek 
the mentorship of the Holy Spirit. We must seek consistently the mentorship of the Holy Spirit because he has been given the exclusive right to release what belongs to us. To us, Can you shout amen? Can you shout hallelujah? Okay. Proverbs chapter 4 verse 7. Proverbs chapter 4 and verse 7. Hallelujah. The Bible says, getting wisdom is the most important thing you can do. Hallelujah. Getting wisdom is the most important thing you can do. And he said, and with your wisdom, develop good word, judgment. Develop good judgment. Develop good judgment. Now, get the, uh, the King James Version said, wisdom is a principal thing. It's a principal thing. Get wisdom. Now, if the Spirit of God is the custodian of the wisdom of God, you can't get the wisdom of God without going, without going through the spirit of wisdom, which is the Spirit of God. So, when the Bible says, get wisdom, my question is, where am I going to get the wisdom of God? Who is going to release the wisdom of God to me? And it's telling us that the Spirit of God is the custodian of the wisdom of God. It's the Spirit of wisdom. If you must get wisdom, it has to come through that channel. He's the only one that has the power. He's the only one that has the exclusive right to make known to you the deep things of God. Can you shout hallelujah? So we need the wisdom of God to excel in what we do. We need the wisdom of God for productive performance, even in our job, even in our daily lives. We need the wisdom of God for productive performance. We need the wisdom of God to develop sound judgment, to make, to make uh, right decisions. We need the wisdom of God to manage our time our and our resources. We need the wisdom of God to produce the fruit of righteousness. You see, in this life, that is one important thing that we should pray for every day, the, the wisdom of God. It's the principal thing. Every other thing is vice principal. The wisdom of God is the principal thing. Get wisdom. You can't run your life without the wisdom of God. You can't run your life without the wisdom of God. Because running your life without the wisdom of God is to make a shipwreck of destiny. You can't. Get wisdom. We can only access the wisdom of God through, this, through this, uh, the Spirit of God. And he said, when you do that, the Bible says that every, your level of prudence will multiply. Amen? Glory to God. Say, get wisdom. So my, my point was this morning, this should be our daily prayer in our work with God. Anything you, you do, ask God for to download his wise, his wisdom secrets concerning that situation in your life. Because you might not know how to do it, but God knows how to channel the results into your life through his spirit. So we must always learn to pray for his wisdom. Pray for his wisdom in your life. It's, it's the principal thing. That means you cannot do without the wisdom of God. Can you shout amen? So that will be the testimony of everyone at the sound of my voice this morning in the mighty name of Jesus. So wisdom is the most valuable commodity 
are what he's saying. It's the most valuable commodity. And the Spirit of God is the only authorized dealer of that wisdom. That's why we must make sure we are in tune with the Spirit of God so he can release the wisdom of God into our lives. So if we don't invest time in knowing the Spirit of God, we may not be able to assess the wisdom of God. What he's saying, getting wisdom means that if I must get wisdom, I will get wisdom through the Spirit of God. And if I must assess the Spirit of God, I must invest my time to know the Spirit of God, to know how he works. That is what will release the wisdom of God in my life. Can you shout amen? Okay, hallelujah. I'm getting closer. Job chapter 11 verse 6. Job chapter 11 verse 6. The, can you project that on the screen please? Job 11 verse 6. He said, that he will show you the secret of wisdom. Who is he talking about? The Holy Spirit. He is the one that will show you the secret of wisdom. That he, the Spirit of God, will show you the secret of wisdom for they will double your prudence they will double your prudence that means the spirit of god it will show you how to manage resources time it's going to show you how to avoid delays how to avoid how to maneuver your way over circumstances it will double your prudence when you know the Holy Spirit. When you know the spirit of wisdom, he will release you the secrets of wisdom. Can you shout hallelujah? Can you shout glory to God? Amen. Okay, I'm going to go to this. I want to pay attention. Now, my question this morning is how do I assess the wisdom secrets of the spirit? Now, we talked about that is the Holy Spirit of God that will show us the wisdom secret. Now my question is that how do I assess the wisdom secret of the spirit? Somebody say condition your spirit for excellence. Somebody say that condition see, until we condition our spirit for excellent character we're not going to enjoy the wise, the wisdom secret from the Holy Spirit. I'm going to show you this this morning. You must condition your spirit man. You must condition your spirit for excellence. Because the Bible says that the spirit of God, which is the Holy Spirit, is an excellent spirit. I want to show you something. Amen. Are you ready here this morning? Daniel chapter 6. Daniel chapter 6 and verse 3. The Bible was talking about Daniel and the Lord said that in Daniel 6 verse 3, you're going to see that on the screen. Then this Daniel distinguished himself above the governors and satraps because an excellent spirit was in him. And the king gave thought to setting him over the whole realm. Can you shout amen? Over the whole realm. You see, why we talked about conditioning your spirit for excellence, I'm going to show you something. You see, the reason that Daniel excelled is not just because he's carrying the spirit of God, which is an excellent spirit. 
That's not just the reason. Because once you give your life to Jesus, you are carrying the spirit of God, which is an excellent spirit. But carrying an excellent spirit does not mean you are carrying an excellent character. There are two different things. An excellent spirit gives you the ability to produce an excellent character. Can you shout amen? So an excellent spirit is not automatically an excellent character. The reason that Daniel stood out in full regime was not just he has an excellent spirit, but he has an excellent character. That was the difference. So to, I'm, going to, I'm going to explain that to you. You see, and that is why that Daniel, what the Bible is saying, that the Daniel conditioned his spirit so that his spirit can produce an excellent character. That was why he was distinguished. He was not the only one. During those four tenors of Daniel, there were people that didn't like him. There were people that didn't want me, that didn't want him there. But the distinguishing factor in his life was that excellent spirit, which was produced because he has an ex excellent character, which was because of the excellent spirit of God in him. Can you shout amen? So conditioning our spirit for excellence, why? Because everything you do outside, everything you do outside are actually the things that happen within your spirit. Everything that happens outside you that we can see is because of how your spirit is conditioned. So the value and the dignity of labor in the kingdom is for us to start conditioning our mind for excellence. Conditioning our mind for excellent character. It's when you start to condition your mind that some things that will start to come into your life automatically. So when you, when you stay, God wants us to condition our mind and our spirit for excellence. And that's where the labor is. That's where the fight is. When you start to start seeing yourself differently, seeing yourself a conqueror, seeing yourself as someone who overcomes, when you start to condition your mind in a certain way, there are some steps you will take unknowingly because your mind has been conditioned that way. There are some things you start to do because that's how your spirit has been conditioned. So, and most believers don't understand this. How you condition your mind or your spirit is going to reflect in your activities that you do. Amen? It's going to reflect. And it's like we must start to, don't look at the problem. Don't look at the situation. Condition you stay and, and see yourself victorious. Condition your spirit. Because the excellent spirit of God that was given to us was given to us to enable us to, to or was given to us in order to help us to produce the fruit of righteousness or what we call an excellent character. Can you shout amen? So just because your spirit is born again and you have the Holy Ghost in you does not automatically mean that you have an excellent character. You have an excellent spirit. 
So, autumn, because you gave your life to Jesus and you have the Holy Ghost, who is an excellent spirit, does not mean that you have an excellent character. Excellent character is developed. Excellent character is, you got to train your, your, your spirit to be like that. Can you show the man? So we, and it's something that we must convert. It doesn't come automatically. You must stay and convert for it. You must program your spirit to become an excellent character. That is how we begin to ask. Because the Holy Spirit is an excellent spirit. Once you condition your mind for excellent character, it's easier for the wise secret of the spirit to begin to come into your life. Can you shout amen? Can you shout hallelujah? I want to show you something. I know this is a little bit deep, but I, I will teach it maybe again until we understand it. Now, Galatians chapter 5. I want to break this down a little bit. Galatians chapter 5 and verse 22 to 23. The Bible says, but the fruit produced by the Holy Spirit. Who is the Holy Spirit? Is the Spirit of God? Is the Spirit of wisdom? Is the Spirit of excellence? Is the excellent Spirit we're talking about? He said, within you is divine is divine love in all its varied expression joy that overflows he now begin to describe what excellent character is joy that overflows peace that subdues patience that endures kindness in action a life full of virtue faith that prevails gentleness of a heart and strength of the spirit never set the law above these qualities for they are meant to be what? Limitless. Can you shout hallelujah? So, what is saying, what distinguished Daniel was because of all these characters you're saying? The reason Daniel ruled in four tenors was not just because he has an excellent spirit. Yes. But the excellent spirit in him gave him the ability to produce the joy that overflows, the peace that subdues, the patience that endures, the kindness is like the virtue, the faith that prevails. And see, you, if, you, if you believe, believe me, if, you, if you're a politician, you can't succeed in politics when you don't have these virtues. It's impossible. For you to succeed in politics, you must have that virtue. So the real thing that made the difference in his life was not just the excellent spirit, but the, the fruit that comes from the spirit of God. That is what you're seeing that caused that man to prevail. Can you shout hallelujah? So God wants us to have an excellent character. And when your excellent spirit begin to reflect that in your life, you're going to see this manifest in your life. Can you shout amen? Can you shout hallelujah? Now, why am I saying this? I want to show you something. You see, God is a God of excellence. Is that true? Even God himself never made room for average. God himself. So, why am I teaching this this morning? You see, until this begin to, until we begin to reprogram our mind to see our life this way, we will be accepting things that we don't need to accept in our lives. Can you show them, man? We'll be taking things that we don't need to take in our lives. God himself never made room for average. 
Deuteronomy chapter 20, put it on the screen. Deuteronomy 28 verse 13. And the Lord will make you what? The head and not the tail. You shall be above only, above only, above only, above only. So we have been designed to be above only. So God hates average. God himself never made room for average. So we must go for excellence in everything that we do. In life. So when you start to condition your mind because you are carrying an excellent spirit and God will be, you see yourself behaving that way, you see yourself thinking that way, you see your life attracting that in your life. Can you shout amen? Can you shout hallelujah? So we must start engaging our spirit in things that are greater than us. Start engaging your spirit and your mind in things that are greater than us. Because we have this excellent spirit of God in us. We have this excellent power of God in us. So that means we can do all things if God said we can do all things. Can you shout hallelujah? So God never made room for us to be on the bottom. God never made room for us to be on the bottom. He wants us to be on the top. And that will be our testimony in the name of Jesus. And when we start to condition our mind that way, then the wisdom of God, the secrets of the wisdom of God will start to be released in our life. Can you shout hallelujah? Can you shout glory to God? Hallelujah. Okay. Um, okay. What happens after my spirit is conditioned for excellence? When my spirit man has been conditioned, then what happens? When this happens in your life, you see, what happens is that there's an infusion of strength into your spirit. When you begin to condition yourself that way, there's strength that comes into your life that will help you to deal and deal with very difficult tasks in your life. Can you shout the man? You are empowered by the spirit to take challenging tasks. Once you start to program your spirit, begin to believe that this is who you are. I can do it. I have the faith that prevails. I'm going to take like that. I can subdue. I can overcome. Now, that is when the spirit of God will start to infuse some kind of supernatural strength in you that will cause you to actually experience what your mind has been conditioned to. Can you shout amen? So once your mind is conditioned to that, I can tell you there's nothing you cannot face and conquer. Because you have been conditioned to overcome the circumstances of life. So we must start to condition our mind with the word of God. What he says concerning us. What is, you might not see now, it might not be happening now, but you have to condition your mind that way. And if you should, and if you should take any less, anything less than that, and that will begin to manifest in your life. Can you show the man? I want to, I want to read um, 1 Samuel chapter 17 and verse 37. I'm going to read 37 and 48. 1 Samuel chapter 17 and verse 37. The Bible talks about David and he said, Moreover, you're gonna, you, you, you will see that on the screen. David saw, 
David said, the Lord who delivered me from the power of the lion and from the power of the bear, he will deliver me from the hands of the Philistines. Now, David was in the wilderness. It was in the wilderness that David's man was conditioned for victory. The, the defeat of the giant by David did not happen overnight. The real victory happened while he was still in the wilderness. In his lonely seasons, in the wilderness, that was where his mind was conditioned. Glory to God. So what I want to share with you is that when your mind is conditioned that way, the tough tasks, you will see the wisdom to overcome tough tasks in your life. Can you shout hallelujah? So our spirit must be conditioned and trained to stay in sync with the Holy Spirit because that is when we will start to receive the wisdom secret that will give us victory in our life. David's victory happened while he was still in the wilderness. While he was still in that wilderness taking care of uh, those animals. Can you shout hallelujah? So this is related to our lives. Your condition, when you are staying alone with God, you are conditioning your mind, your spirit. When you are having time alone with God, you are conditioning your spirit. You see, I have understood that no performer comes to the stage to do the rehearsal. Rehearsal is done at the back end. So, and I want to tell us that when, you, when the performer come out, our life is like a stage. Life is a stage. The back end is where you stay alone to build your spirit. It's where you stay alone to commune with God. It's where you sharpen your skills. It's where you take time to develop yourself, develop your mind, develop your spirit. Now, when you come out in a real life, which is the battle, which is the life we are in now, then you can be able to conquer the things that you see. But no victory happens without preparation. So we condition our mind. David conditioned his mind before he met the giant. He has had victory. His mind has been conditioned. My question, when I was reading this part of the Bible, I was asking, how did, what, how did, he, how did, he, how did he come about the five stones? Why picking five stones? That's the wisdom secret. That's a sick. Why didn't he pick a gun? Why didn't he use a machet? Why five stones? Wisdom. Wisdom. So when you start to condition your mind, God will begin to release some wisdom secret into your life that will help you to overcome the challenges that you face. Can you shout amen? Can you shout hallelujah? Now, okay. First Corinthians 17 verse 48. Can you put it on the screen? The Bible says that when he met the giant, he, he has five stones in his hands. Everybody was running away from that man. He was the only one who was running to him. Why? His brothers were running away. The soldiers of Israel were running away. The king was running away. He was the only one running. The Bible says, so it was when the Philistines arose and came and drawn near to meet David, David hurried and ran towards him. And ran towards him. 
Because his mind has been conditioned that there's nothing that he cannot overcome. That's nothing that can overcome him. He said, God has turned me in the wilderness. I've had my seasons of loneliness. You see, your seasons of loneliness are your seasons of preparation. Your season, why it looks as if nothing is working. That is really when God is training you and developing you. That's when God is releasing secrets that will help your life to advance. So don't take those, time, those times. Don't take them for cheap. They are serious times. So utilize those times and build your mind. Develop your capacity. Build your spirit. Develop your skills. That was what that guy was doing. So when he met the giant, the wisdom of God, because his mind has been conditioned with the spirit of God, it's easier for him to pick signal on what to use to fight that battle. And he put and he chose the most strange tool: stones, not gun, not matches, stones. You see, the wisdom of God is released in our lives when our mind is at sync with the Spirit of God. There's some truth that will come into your life when you start to align your spirit. Align your spirit with the Spirit of God. There's some things that will be released in your life. Strange ideas will come. Strange instructions will come. There's some things God will be put in your mind that look strange. But once you start to take that step, I can tell you, things will begin to change in your life. Can you shout hallelujah? So when you are given a string tax, the Bible says that the Spirit of God will teach you. The Bible says in John chapter 14 verse 26, it said, it said that the Holy Spirit of God will teach us all things. So when you are given a string tax, he can teach you. When you are given a book, he can teach you how to read it. There's nothing that that spirit of God cannot teach us if we can condition our mind to receive his instructions. If we can condition our mind to receive his, his instructions, that's nothing the spirit of God cannot do for us. So condition your mind for excellence, for the best, and the spirit of excellence will reach out to you with wisdom secrets for victory. Can you shout hallelujah? So this morning, as you pray this morning, wherever you're watching online or you're in the auditorium, I want to ask the Lord the grace to condition your spirit. It's a very important prayer. Condition your spirit. Once your spirit is conditioned, I can tell you that it's easy for you to receive signals from heaven. Wisdom bank of God is in the spirit of God. And when we are aligned with him, he releases into our lives the things that we need to fight our battles. The things that we need to have victory. He knows how to release that. But we, our spirit must be in sync with him. And the way we do that is to condition our mind for excellence. It's an excellent spirit. It doesn't do anything outside of excellence. So when our mind is conditioned that way, you begin to release some deep truth into our lives. The faith that prevails, the peace that endures, the joy that overflows. You're going to start to release some things that will empower you. The strength of the spirit. You're going to release these things into your life 
that will guarantee your victory. Can you shout hallelujah? Okay. Now, as I close this morning, the greatest wisdom secret, you know what? Is so winning. The, the greatest wisdom secret in this world is so winning. You're going to check the life of those that look out for souls for the kingdom of God. Their life are amazing. And the Bible says this as I close this morning. Proverbs 11 verse 30. It's not on the screen. If you're watching on the screen, you've got to read, read that from the Bible. Proverbs 11 verse 20. It said, the fruit of righteousness is the tree of life. And he that winneth soul is wise. So the greatest wisdom secret is to look out for soul for the kingdom. When you start to reach out to them for the kingdom, the Bible says the wisdom of God will be downloaded in your life. And we can't change this fact. This is just the truth. We can't change it. There are some certain wisdom that are bestowed upon those who take the kingdom of God seriously. What God is looking for is hopes. He wants, he wants life to be transformed. He wants life to be changed. And when we begin to partake of that, God will begin to do great things in our lives. Can you shout hallelujah? Can you shout praise the Lord? Now this morning, as we close this morning, wherever you are online in the auditorium, God, the ability and the grace to condition my spirit, to condition my spirit, to receive the wise counsel from you. I receive it this morning. Are you praying this morning? The grace to condition my spirit, to receive the counsel and the wise wisdom secret from heaven. I receive it this morning. The grace to condition my spirit. The grace to sharpen my mind. The grace to do all that I need to do to be equipped to, re to receive every promise of God in my life. I receive it this morning. In the mighty name of Jesus. I receive it. Are you praying this morning? Father, in the name of Jesus. Let there be a release. Let our mind be conditioned. Let our spirit be conditioned to receive the signals from heaven. Father, we thank you, Heavenly Father, this morning. We ask for the release of your empowerment in our spirit. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, we receive the grace for excellence to build unto excellent character. In the name of Jesus, Father, we thank you for your word. Let your name be glorified. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Can you shout amen? Can you shout hallelujah? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. If you, are, if you are here this morning, Jesus is not the Lord of your life. Whether you are watching online this morning, I want to pray this prayer with me. Oh God in heaven, I believe with all my heart that Jesus has been raised from the dead. I receive your word. I repent of my sin. I renounce the past. Come into my life, Lord Jesus. I receive my forgiveness. I receive new bad cleanse and wash in the word. Fill me with the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name. If you pray that prayer, watching online, please, I encourage you to get back to us with information on the screen. As you do that, the Lord will bless you mightily in the mighty name of Jesus. Are you blessed?